We thought we would get a perspective today that maybe we haven't heard a lot about because there are a lot of landlords who are great and they seem to not get that sort of accolade because of some of the stories you tend to hear that come with words like renovation. So we thought we'd ask around and, and find out what it's like to be a landlord in 2023, some of the things that are faced. And Kayla Andrade is somebody who pays very close attention to this because she talks with landlords around the province through Ontario Landlords Watch, and she's a great person to do exactly what we were hoping to do today. Here is Kayla on what Ontario Landlords Watch deals with. So Ontario Landlords Watch is an online group um, for landlords, property managers, real estate agents, and paralegals to come together to discuss the Residential Intensity Act, the Landlord and Tenant Board, and to discuss our housing crisis that we are seeing across uh, across the country, um, definitely the province, and help one another navigate through these these different avenues, these different ways that landlords have to deal with disputes. And then I take all that information from the group and then I decide to take that, put it in reports and give it to the to the elected officials, the staff, you know, trying to get the, the private market uh, voices to the elected officials uh, for us to be able to come together and uh, create practical uh, housing solutions because we're also taxpayers, so we have to uh, make our voices be heard, and that's something that's been ignored for many, many years. Uh, they always seem to listen to developers and real estate agents. Um, it's time for them to listen to the mom and pop. Well, and that's just it. And we get talking a lot, and we're dealing with a situation in London right now with Webster Street Apartments, and one of the criticisms is you have – a landlord that appears to be a large corporation that has taken over a building and renovations are happening and all those sorts of things. Parking prices are being put up. But at the same time, we always like to illustrate there are good landlords out there. What is it like for landlords to be dealing in now an industry that has a whole lot of big-time corporations moving in, buying up buildings. We're seeing it all over the world. Yep. And that's and you got it, you got it right on the nose there. If you look at 70% of the housing stock being small landlords, and then you have that the big guys, the big corporations coming in, we're seeing that we have our small landlords getting out of the industry because of the different rules, the regulations, uh, the landlord and tenant board being severely uh under understaffed, underfunded. Their policies are just such bad policies that it's just affecting both good landlords and good tenants. And when they see landlords getting out of the industry and selling those properties off, now they got the big corporations coming in to buy those properties to either A, take it over, but most likely it's going to uh, demolish it so they can get more units on the go. Yeah. And that's the scariest part because if you go to your landlord and say, you know what, I've, I've got to go and pick up my child. I've got my rent check and I'm I'm going to drop it off or I've got my rent money and I'm going to drop it off and I'll, I'll have it there, but it may be two hours late you'll have a landlord saying, no problem. We've got a relationship. We know each other. You've never let me down. And everything continues just quite tickety-boo. Whereas if you've got it going to a corporation, if it's not there, you're all of a sudden getting that generic email saying, by the way, we can evict you. It, It just, it seems to be such a different situation now. 
It's definitely taken the personality of renting and, and the decency. So if you look at tenants, they love dealing with small landlords. They love having that personal connection, that openness to their small landlord. And so it does the landlord. Um, but it does come into the concept of the corporations running it as a business. We always tell our landlords to run it as a business because this is what real estate investing is. It's a business and it should be appreciated as such. But in order for us to run a business, we need to have proper tools in place. And if it's not there for the have proper tools, then these landlords are taking off and they're getting into other areas like they're going into Texas, Florida, Belize, Costa Rica, Port Portugal. The landlords in Ontario are leaving. So that only leaves the big corporations to come in. And I can tell you that our, our tenants out there who have very much negative things to say, they're not talking about mostly the small landlords. They're going to talk about the big corporations. And that's why they're going to be very upset with how the housing, uh, the housing market is based on the difference between small landlords and the big corporations. Kayla Andre joining us from Ontario Landlords Watch. Kayla, if we handed you the magic wand, from what you're hearing, are there things you mentioned the the board and the fact that you've got to go and the backlog is massive and the province says, well, our solution is to hire more people and I don't know how long it takes or where they find these people. If we give you that magic wand, where are you pointing it maybe first? It would definitely be at the landlord and tenant board. They have now just given an additional $6.5 million hiring 40 adjudicators at approximately $110,000 salary each, each adjudicator. This is to deal with the number one application at the landlord and tenant board is for non-payment of rent. We have to start utilizing these type of funds and giving it to the tenants to help them keep them in their homes because they adjudicators know that the number one applications for non-payment rent, and so does our elected officials. They know it's cheaper to keep people in their house in their homes than to keep them on the street. So we have to streamline certain applications at the board by utilizing different programs that are out they're set out by the province to help people who are in uh, affordable housing crisis or a homeless crisis, but they need to be working with the landlords and be joint venture partners versus working against us because taxpayers, they cannot keep building, managing, maintaining, and subsidizing government housing. Our region here in the, in the region of Waterloo, you're waiting between 10 to 12 years for affordable housing units. So uh, the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing and expecting different results. It's time for us to do something different. And we need to open up the communications for all levels of the government to work with private investors. Kayla, really appreciate you taking the time for us today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mike. I really appreciate it. That is Kayla Andrade from Ontario Landlords Watch. So 70% of landlords are still small landlords, not corporations. But we've seen this around the world where the big corporations get in and bit by bit they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And we have more and more and more problems, it seems, with tenants because it all becomes about the bottom line.